Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Dismantle Racism, where our goal is to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism, where we can create a world where racial equity is the norm. I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. TLC, and today we're going to be talking about soul healing, how to heal the trauma of racism from the inside out. I want to start the day, as always, by inviting you to simply breathe. And I like to have us to do that because when we take a breath, we are reminded that we are life itself, that we are connected with something greater than ourselves. And it helps to calm us and to bring us into the spirit that we need to be in to have this conversation on racism. So just please, if you'd like to, to just close your eyes. And I invite you to take a deep, deep breath in and breathe in healing and breathe out stress. Take another deep breath in and breathe in assurance and breathe out fear. Breathe in wisdom and breathe out confusion. Breathe in energy and renewal and breathe out exhaustion. Breathe in hope and breathe out despair. Again, take another deep, deep breath in and breathe in healing, life, and joy. Now let's exhale and enjoy the show. Racism is something that is insidious and it impacts the lives of people of color on so many levels, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Contributing to this this demise, of course, is stress. The ways in which we fall apart is because stress impacts us so deeply. And research has shown that we all experience stress, but for people of color, we experience 25 to 50% additional stress. And it's deadly. And it contributes to the health disparities that we notice among black and brown people. So racism can kill. I believe it can kill us all, but particularly the folks who are impacted by it day to day. So today I am so delighted that business coach B. Baylor is here to join us. B. Baylor is going to talk about her personal experience with broken heart syndrome. And I want you to know a little bit about B. B is this dynamic powerhouse of a woman who loves connecting other women together. And she loves connecting powerful women, entrepreneurs, people who she wants to help raise them to the next level of their potential and help them to be the best that they can possibly be. And she does so by coaching in this style that's very nurturing and caring and uplifts the spirit. She supports women who are interested in standing in their power and who want to be excellent in whatever arena of their life that they walk in. She is a serial entrepreneur, a global influencer, a change agent, an author, an international speaker, and a talk show host. 
She's also the author of Rise Up, Take Charge, Overcome, and Succeed. That is her memoir. I do believe that there's a second book that should be in the making (laughs) after this experience that she has just had. So I am delighted to welcome you to the show today. B. Baylor, thank you for being my guest. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Terrell. I am super excited. I hope that you guys are continuing to breathe. Soul healing is so important for the soul. Guys, that introduction, uh, I guess I could wear that hat, Dr. Terrell. Thank you. It was an amazing. And I, I'm so happy to be here in this place because I do believe that I have a story that just resonates around dismantling racism. I believe last year took a toll on so many people of color in whether it's health, whether it's just brokenness. And I want to stop for a minute and really, really, really get present because soul healing has to take place during 2021, all the way, based on the information and the way we lived last year through racism, Mm. through George Ford, through stress, through COVID-19. I'm a living witness. September the 16th, I suffered a major, major heart attack that led to open heart surgery. Mm. Prior to... I experienced so much trauma. I could not even get through watching the George Floyd. Where did all of this racism come from? My age, I've been in the era of racism. I thought it was over. I thought it was gone. I'm like, we have to push our way through this. No, we experienced so much pain so much hurt, stress, worry, sickness, death, loss, uh, financial brokenness, and all of this impacted my heart. Mm. There's so much that you said there that I really want to unpack. And I first would love for you to take us. Yes, we know about COVID and the stress of that. And then George Floyd happened and that was an additional stress. The the stress of racism. Right. right? But but this is where I want you to go back to for a minute. Because you you mentioned several things in there that I think is important for our audience to know. And one would be the stress of racism and how it had impacted you, particularly as an entrepreneur. But also you mentioned that you thought racism was over. So how how was it still impacting you? I'd like to to address that, but also, and we won't get a chance to do all of this before the break, I really would like you to take us back to that experience of broken heart syndrome and really explain for our audience what it is. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Terrellin. Right. So a lot of people and physicians don't know about broken heart syndrome. It's kind of a laid term of people who suffer 
stress, worry, uh, hold on to grief, hold on to emotions, and it impacts the heart. It can be, um, you know, fixed if, if you just get into the mindset of really loving yourself. But in that era of 2020 with COVID-19 and all these things going, my heart just could not take it. It was so overwhelming uh, that I said, I know the symptoms were there. I didn't reach out for help. And because I was helping so many other women to get through the grief of the of racism, of the George Floyd, of the Black Lives Matters, and all of this was, you know, bringing people on my talk show. And it literally affected me unbeknown to uh, the world that I wondered how did it affect the world because it really affected me. So it impacted you and you said you didn't pay attention. That's it. So tell us what was happening that you needed to pay attention to because I think it's important for our audience to know what to look for in terms of the physical symptoms and maybe even some of the emotional symptoms. Magic words, physical and emotional, well-being, those mental, it was mentally tormenting to be closed in, not being able to reach out to family members, knowing that other family members needed help. Emotionally, who was there to talk to? Who, you know, everyone was suffering. Everyone had personal financial problems. And to reach out as a Black woman, mm, like, I'm supposed to be okay. Why am I dealing with this? What's the deal here? And that is what impacts so many women of color that they feel so proud that they can't reach out for the help mm. of a therapist, a coach, a counselor uh, to talk through these things, to unpack what just happened here. Mm. Um, I'm looking at a man that could be my son with just murdered right before the world. Mm -hmm. I knew it in, impacted me and it hurt so deeply to see that sort of racism in this time. Mm -hmm. It just affects your health, entire body, all over. And so B, go we, we're going to have to take, we're going to have to take a break in just a short uh, minute here. But when you say it impacted you deeply, could you describe a little of the emotional pain? So because I want our listening audience to know what you mean, because I understand. Yes. As a black woman, we have this way of saying I have to be a strong black woman. Got but, it. And so we keep moving. So for you, what, again, what were some of the things that said, no, I need to take a step back, even I, though you didn't? I didn't. I, it, that, you know, that racism that was that knee on that 
baby's neck, that was like my son. Mm. And that could have been my son. That was, wow, how could that just happen? Mm. Right before my eyes. And it was crying on the inside. Like, mm. I cannot believe this happened. Yeah. So we, we are going to need to take a break, but what I, what I hear you saying is that there was an identification. That was one thing that was emotionally impactful for you. But I also hear you saying that grief, which is very significant, that you grieved for the the George Floyd's family, perhaps. I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like you were grieving for the family, you were grieving for the world, you were grieving for our culture. And so I, some of this is because I've talked to you, I know that this is a part of what was going on. And I just want our audience to be able to understand that when you say emotionally racism impacted you, just so that People are clear what you mean. There was an overwhelming sadness. And and again, you and I have talked about this offline. So I know how pressing that was on your heart, which we'll talk a bit about when we come back. We need to take a break. My my guest today is B. Baylor. You are listening to Dismantle Racism. I'm your host, Reverend Dr. TLC. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. We're back with Dismantle Racism. I am so delighted that my guest today is 
B. Baylor. And B, right before the break, we were talking about some of the emotional trauma that was associated with what you were experiencing that eventually led to broken heart syndrome. And I know, again, from talking with you that, and being a a woman of color myself, that a part of that emotional trauma was also fear. Because when you have Black sons and grandsons and and nephews, and even our children in general, we know when we looked at that murder of George Floyd, that it could have very easily have been anyone that we knew personally. And so I imagine that part of the emotional trauma that you experience was related to that as well. And I also know you, you indicated this before that we do say we have to keep moving because historically we have seen our men lynched and beaten and whipped and killed and we have to keep marching on. But what I am encouraged by in your story that you're saying is that we must get help. And it feels like, you know, from your story that you're saying that we choose not to get the help because we keep moving on. And so your story of what happened to you, I'd love to hear some of the physical symptoms that started to happen. And I want you to take us back to the night that you finally had to say, wait a minute, this is, this, this is not normal. And, and what our audience needs to know is that you actually are a nurse as well. Your background is as a nurse. So even more so, here's this woman who has a nursing degree who's right. for years and she's like, oh no, I'm good. I feel like I'm good. And I'll take you guys back because so many of us have also recognized the symptoms of COVID-19. I specifically may have had COVID-19 back in December of 2019. I was so sick. I was sick. But no one talked about it until 2020 of March, where everyone had to stop what they were doing. So the symptoms were there, like the shortness of breath, overwhelmingly like the sweating, the chest pains, the I literally had to turn CNN off, <laughs> all the news in order to get through the today and continue to do my business. Balance, my life was just spiraling out of control, overwhelming with other people's problems and taking on more and more as we do as women of color. I as a nurse, know that I was eating well, drinking water, all of those, but when it's an emotional impacted, the, 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 all of those disparities that were up on my line took a toll on me and I fought it. Like to that very night where I'd already had two heart attacks. And when, when, the next so day, came, I need you. I need you to just pause and back up because you're not te- you're not telling the story of having the chest pain. Because I think it's really important that people understand that you were in the middle 
of having a heart attack. You're telling them you had two, but you're in the middle of it and still questioning. I was in the middle of a major heart attack, guys, and you're absolutely right. Of a major heart attack, like I'm grabbing my keys, I'm going to drive myself to the emergency at that point and literally collapsed in the parking lot before I could even get to my car. I thank God for that. Uh, grandson was there with me, activated 911. Guys, my life changed forever when getting to the emergency room and the doctor said, based on your lab work, you've already had several heart attacks and this was really, really big. And we're keeping you blah, blah, blah. Lo and behold, 15 days later, open heart surgery, four quads, the, the whole nine yards. So B, I need you because I really need our audience to get this. You indicated that back in December, you had shortness of breath, but, but you know now that a part of what was happening may have been COVID related because you were taking care of yourself. But leading up to when you had that heart attack, in my conversations with you, I know that you had been having some other symptoms. And even that night when you were having the symptoms, you kind of just sat down. It was like, okay, this is going to pass. One of the things I want our audience to know is that we have to pay attention to our bodies and understand that we're not super women. And I hope that the audience got the fact that you said, I'm going to drive myself to the hospital. Now, can you talk about what that chest pain felt like that you were still saying, I'm going to be superwoman and ignoring because we know that heart attacks are a frequent killer of women. And I think this is really important for us to hear. The pain felt like an elephant just standing on my chest. I even tried to like, oh, let me get a blouse to put on. I couldn't even reach up to the closet to get a blouse so I can go drive myself to the emergency room. And I just kept going. Why did I do that when I think back? Why did I do that? Superwoman, who do I think as a black woman? Wow, I just, I'm mortified that I should have been gone like seven hours ago with mm. the pain that I had in my chest, but I stayed the whole evening into the night, into the morning. And that's exactly what women do. Mm. I think that that's so critical that you're saying that because we do, we keep saying, let me push through this. And of course, when we think about the history of racism again, because it's so important for me to provide some education to people about this is that we as women of color, black women in particular, yes. have not been able to afford to get sick and take off work and be out of work for days. We have to keep moving. Historically, when we had babies, uh, when we were enslaved people, you had a baby and you were back out in the field within two or three hours. A lot of this systemic racism that we talk about, a lot of internalized racism, all of that, it stems back historically. And that's why your story is a powerful one, because I want any woman of color and really women in general, but since the show is dismantling racism, 
I want us to understand how deeply rooted racism is and how it impacts our lives. And we've got to stop. You're a nurse. Uh, you are about we, to just... We, yes, but because we have a higher rate of the illnesses, whether it's like uh, diabetic, hypertension, asthma, heart disease, more so compared to the, our white counterparts because our life expectancy is like very, very low. And that's, even with the COVID-19, that made, that really just took it off the table. Like you really now got to stop. And I want you guys, I'm looking directly at you guys. I want you guys to hear me stop. Racism exists, but stop and heal yourself. Mm. Or you are going to be out of this world. Stop mm. and heal yourself from what's happening in the world. Racism. All the disparities. I didn't know if I was going to get good health care. I was scared to death to go to the hospital. And like, I'm not going to get good care. All these other people are, are sick in the hospital. Just devastated. Even like... Shall I tell them I'm a nurse? Shall I, or would they treat me better? All those things were going through my head. Mm. And wow. I was like, wow, hope I don't get treated bad in the hospital because I'm a black woman. Or you just tell me anything and think I'm going to believe it. But I was mm. smart enough to know that mm, that's, we're going to get this right. I'm going to mm. set an example of how I want to be treated as a black woman when mm. I go into a hospital. Mm, B, that is so powerful. And, and I really want our listening audience to really know how much we as Black folks have to always question things. And I know that some of our listening audience might say that that's being paranoid, but we know that the data shows that we are treated differently in terms of health. And so a part of your decision about going to the hospital, all these things were going in your going on in your head. So that is the additional stress that we carry with us that people are not aware of. And so I, uh, I'm i just so grateful that you're sharing what some of your concerns were. B, we do have to take another break, but when we come back, what I'd love for you to do is to talk about your treatment in the hospital and was it different for you as um, a Black woman? And also tell us a little bit more about what broken heart syndrome is when we come back, we're going to address some of those things and see how your life has changed since this experience. We will be right back with my guest today, B. Baylor. I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. TLC, and this is Dismantle Racism. We'll be right back. Yes. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. 
Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back with Dismantle Racism. My guest today is B. Baylor. And B, before the break, you were talking to us about the night that you went to the hospital and all the things that were going on in your mind that, that said, don't go to the hospital, including driving yourself to the hospital when you finally made the decision and collapsing there and having to, what you know, having the EMT calls. You eventually get to the hospital and you discover that you've had this massive heart attack that could have taken you out of here. Tell us a little bit about your treatment at the hospital and what you've discovered since that time. Um, Unmute yourself, please. That's a really good one because I was transferred over to a heart hospital after running several tests and they're saying we got to get you out of here we're going to make you comfortable and I was like those words don't sound good to me I was actually transferred over to a major a heart hospital that's how bad it was Mm -hmm. and from there I'm thinking gosh everything was so fast Dr. Carolyn that I didn't even have time to, to think That's when the fear set in. And I want you guys to know that things turned around for me because I had a family member that was a doctor. And not only was he a doctor, he was affiliated with that facility. What is that? What is that? Where am I going with this? Because of him, I got top-notch treatment. But why did that have to happen? That's what I was so afraid of, that I was not going to get the kind of care uh, being a woman of color unless I spoke out loud, spoke intelligently, and asked for what I wanted. 
I was going to do that anyway. But with the help of a family member who was part of that, uh, a doctor, you know, chief of staff there, the best care. So are you saying that prior to his intervention, you did not feel that you were being treated? As, uh, oh, absolutely. I knew that uh, the way things were going, you know, I'm asking for things. I'm asking for pillows. I'm asking for all these things. Can you guys, it wasn't there because mm-hmm. I know the system as a nurse, I know what happens in the at the desk and all these things. I'm aware of those procedures that were not in place for me. And it was like, uh-oh. This is not going to be good. But Mm -hmm. days later, right after surgery, there comes, in comes the doctor, in comes my family. That, that Mm -hmm. said, I want her to have the best treatment. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's another way that we dismantle racism is for people to become aware of the disparities that exist with us health-wise and the ways in which we're treated once we are once we do go to the hospital or to our doctor's offices, because we are actually diagnosed at a much later uh, rate than folks who are white. So whether it be with heart disease or cancer, all of those things, our diagnoses come later because really implicit bias kicks in sometimes and people think we can handle the pain or no, you know, you're fine. And we get sort of dismissed. So I'm grateful that your experience included the family member coming in to take care of you and your needs. So tell us a little bit about broken heart syndrome. What did you learn about that that will be helpful for us um, as women, as people of color uh, in particular? First and foremost, broken heart syndrome it's a wide range, but mostly it's an emotional shock of triggers, multiple triggers around the heart. And that's the part where we are taught to be strong. So sometimes it's, these triggers can cause a sudden death. It's also stress around the heart. Ladies. Stop it. You have got to get yourself balanced. Get a flow going. Get some healing going. Get some therapy. Find self-love. Do these things for yourself. You're not superwoman. (laughs) Because broken heart can be reversed. But a heart attack is permanent. And you end up with a nice little zipper down your chest, un- unwanted. And, and that's when you really decide, I'm going to do some changing. I'm going to do some healing. I'm going to do things different. A wake-up call. Mm-hmm. And I literally have done that. Some things different. I, I know that you have. But be just before we go to that part, just for a point of clarity, Are you saying that we can have the broken heart syndrome, which leads to the heart attack, but we can 
we can avoid that heart attack Absolutely. or recover from the broken heart syndrome, even after a heart attack. Okay. Recover, recover mm-hmm. because you got to heal from racism. We can't yeah. stay in that mm-hmm. arena. Uh, it's It's been there for years before my mother's mother's mother, father's father. It's been there, but we were impacted so bad last year that it was a wake-up call for the younger, middle-aged, the older people were shaking their head like, we've mm. been there. But we have to heal our hearts from all that we've been doing as people yeah. of color, women of color. And we are begging for other women to reach across the aisle and come get us, come love on us. Can you talk a little bit about your healing? So healing. Yes. I decided that I needed to live a less stressful life, nomadic lifestyle, do some soul healing, some soul therapy, mindset, uh, really self-love, balance. And I am now a full-timer owner of a 39-foot fifth-wheel RV, and I live on my terms. My life centers around B. Baylor, and whoever wants to come and be a part of my life, we got to check you at the door because you can't disrupt my life. Mm, I love it. Now, B, because, you know, I know the, the, the backstory for you and you're, and it's, it's great that you are giving people the shortened version of what you've done, but B has actually become a nomad. Basically you're still doing the work that you do in terms of coaching folks and all of that. But what I hear you saying in, in this process is that you set some boundaries and you set the boundaries to decide who can come in and out of your life. You also decided what you were going to say yes to and what you were going to say no to. And it sounds like there's some people that you chose to say no to as well. But I also hear you saying it, and I hope that our listening audience really picks this up. And I'm not saying this just because I'm a psychologist, but you talk about therapy. There are wounds that we need to heal. Women of color. And I love that you're saying we can heal from the wounds of racism. Racism is going to be there. Yes. We do what we can to dismantle it, but what are some ways that you think that we can heal ourselves from racism? Acknowledge. First and foremost, surrender and acknowledge that it does exist but you're not going to partake in it. You're demanding respect. You're demanding that you get equality, diversity, call it, put it on the table, talk about it. Can we have a conversation around this? Let me educate you. Let me help you with this because you don't have to be a part of my broken heart by bringing on stress around racism. Let's clean that up. Let's heal that because we need to love one another. You need what I need and we both together can give it to each other. Mm. Well, what I hear you saying is, is, is 
we all have to be courageous because we as people of color have to be able to talk about it, even when we might be fearful. If I talk about this, what's going to be the end result of that? And also white people have to say, we need to talk about this because that's how the healing happens. But the other thing that I hear you saying in terms of the ways in which we can heal ourselves is to be empowered, mm-hmm. to know that we have power and to be courageous in the process as well, because we don't have to be victims. Say more, say more. There, there is no victims in racism. You're doing it because you've heard somebody else do it. You don't understand. You have a misunderstanding of the word racism Mm. and it has no power. It's been given power Mm. from the other side. Mm. We want to heal. We want Mm. to get past all of that. We Mm. want to show other people who we are, how powerful I can be in your life, in your business, what value I can bring to you as a woman of color the wisdom that I can bring to your life if you just let it go and be open. So you yourself don't have to deal with the stress and have a broken heart and heart attack or hypertension and all those things that come with disparities of the health, of the Mm. body, of the mind. And COVID-19 is gone. Neither is racism, but we're moving on. Mm. B, I think what I really love about what you're saying, so as I'm listening to you, it doesn't mean that racism is gone. It is the ways in which we choose to deal with the impact of racism. And what I hear you saying is stand up and stand in your power. And also there's a, there's a mental Uh, I call it maneuver that we have to do anyway on a day-to-day basis. Like even saying, if I go to the hospital, what's going to happen? Or if I do this, what's going to happen? Right. And so we have to choose which one of those battles are we going to fight today or to say, you know what, that's their problem. Not today. I'm not going to deal with it. But the healing from the deep wounds of racism like the murder of our black and brown men and women and transgender uh, individuals as well, is that we have to decide how we can begin to speak up about those things in a way that's empowering and that reduces the number of folks who go through those experiences. So B, I, I, we do have to take another break. We will be right back to continue this conversation and Um, when we return, I'd like you to be able to offer some additional advice to our listeners about how we can continue to heal from uh, the wounds of racism. And then I'd like to at least talk a little bit about, before we close, what has been some of your sacred healing that you've done and, and how the sacred helps to balance you through all of this. Okay. We'll be right back with my guest, B. Baylor. This is Dismantle Racism. I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. TLC. We'll be right back. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. We are back with Dismantle Racism. I'm your host, Reverend Dr. TLC B. Baylor. I am so excited uh, that you're on your road to recovery and that uh, for you, you have done some dramatic things that have changed your life since your heart attack and your broken heart syndrome. You, before the break, we're talking about some things that we could do differently in order to heal ourselves from racism. Are there any other things that you would add to the list of things that you've already given to us? First and foremost, ladies, find a therapist, find a counselor, a coach, and let's bring this trauma, this pain, this emotion, let's put it on the table and let's clean it up. Get a balanced life. Look at your as a whole person and decide how you're going to eat, sleep. Um, doctors, bring in doctors on, on board. All of those things, Kate, I have a sacred table. I do soul healing, affirmations, daily. It's a ritual. My time 
my time for my business starts at 9 a.m. And before that, it is my time mm. to really get present, to love on yourself, find ways that work for you. Nomadic lifestyle works for me. It doesn't work for everyone. But find those sacred things to heal the heart. I now know that with the new heart, and I have a new heart uh, that's going to last forever. But now I'm very careful about who gets in my heart or in my space or even who gets to love my heart. I have a say-so now mm. for racism, for health disparities. I call the shots now. Mm. I love it, Miss B. Uh, basically, the word that keeps coming up for me as you're talking is this word choice, because I think we get to choose uh, how we're going to respond, how we're going to feel. I know that's buzzwords for some people who will say, well, I can't control my feelings, but actually we get, we get to choose uh, day to day. It's not easy, but we get to choose how we will allow other people to uh, impact us. And even in those moments where we experience the grief, the pain, the hurt, and all of those things, we still can choose moment by moment by moment, how we will take the next step and how we will continue to breathe through the process. Now, B, you have mentioned this soul healing, and you've mentioned sacred several times. And I know that your becoming a nomad basically you're not you're not um a fully a nomad but but you're making the decision to say i'm going to give up where i'm currently living and i'm going to just buy an rv and i'm going to just live you know the way i want to that was something that you heard from a soul level so talk to me about your sacred relationship and how it helped you with your healing and guides you through this process of understanding that you can heal yourself from racism. But you know what, Dr. Terrellin, I wasn't in touch with my heart until after all of that experience of being in the hospital. And I sit for days healing, but I got this epiphany that I'm going to have to live. God said, I need you to go live nomadic. I have to look at the word, like, really? I'm going to make provisions. God made provisions to purchase this, this huge, you know, thing on wheels. Like, wow, what am I going to do? And the why was that I was in touch with my heart. Mm. And I, I could hear the words, a blessing will be stowed upon you. And there's much work for you to do. There is healing that you're going to be able to do amongst women of color. And wow, I'm doing that. I have a nonprofit yeah. called Loving You More Foundation that called upon me. Um, it's, it's for Broken Heart Syndrome. How could I be a part of this? How in Dallas, Texas, how could I be a part of this? and affiliated with an organization that's going to educate and make other people aware of Broken Heart Syndrome. It's a Black organization. 
that's going to go out and tell the world about it. But obedience was the key word of soul healing. When I say that, I got to say it with a vengeance. In order to heal the soul of your mind and body, you have to be obedient and surrender. Now, when you say obedient and surrender, obedient to what? To your body, to spirit, what? To the heart, the soul, the healing of the heart or anything that has to do with around the heart, emotions. Uh, and we, we're unpacking racism, dismantling racism. You can't take on all of that. So it is, you know, really looking at surrendering. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that you said was that you weren't in tune with your heart. And I think it's critical to, to let folks know that you have a deep relationship with your sacred source. And so even despite having this relationship with your sacred source, you were not being in tune with what source was probably tapping on you before that saying do. And so I want folks to understand that just because we have a relationship with the sacred doesn't mean that we're always listening or obedient as since you use that, that word. And so there's a lot that you have said in these last few minutes that I want to invite our audience um, to really Think about their relationship with the sacred and the divine wisdom that it's already inside of here that speaks to us. Yeah, gives us warnings about what's happening. And so I want to invite us to be in touch with that, but to also do what you're saying, B, is that when we've gone through these experiences to also be in this place of listening to our bodies listening to divine wisdom, the heart and divine wisdom, they're all wrapped up in there together. So I am so grateful for you today, B. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for all of the powerful, powerful information that you've given to our listening audience. I want to just ask B, how can folks get in touch with you if they want to know more about you? And I believe here, B, uh, you seem like you might be frozen over there on the other side, but I do want to invite our audience. B, I think you're coming in a little bit uh, distorted right now, but if folks want to know more about B, are you there? Okay. Okay. How can folks get in touch with you, B? Go to social media, bbaylor.com. Look at my website. Um, Reach out to me if you want to have a conversation around broken heart syndrome. I would love to have a conversation, soul healing, uh, sacred heart healing. Reach out to me, ladies, uh, just to have a candid conversation about where I was and where I am now. Thank you. Thank you so much, B. So we are going to have to end today, but I do want to invite you if you want to know more about the work that I do around dismantling racism, because there's so many things that came out today that I think we need to be aware of. Please visit sacredintelligence.com. 
I do invite you to stay tuned for the Conscious Consultant Hour with Sam Leibowitz so that you can learn how to walk through life with the greatest ease and joy. Until next time, be well, be encouraged, and be blessed. I'll see you next time on Dismantle Racism with the Reverend Dr. TLC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.